Thanks for listening to this Word in Your Ear podcast. If you'd like to get early access to all our productions ad-free, priority booking for our live events, and to take part in our weekly quiz, go to patreon.com slash wordinyourear for more details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. You're listening to a podcast from The Word. So, Mark, I think I've invented an exciting new musical game which we can play. I'm in the market for anything because, uh, you know, entertainment is, uh, is, is much required. Go on, what is it? Uh, it's this. If you, if you ask Amazon's digital assistant to play you a tune by a well-known group, it's guessing what the tune is that she's going she's gonna to choose, okay? So we'll start with, uh, you know, the, the obvious ones. The Beatles. Who, what do you think she'd play? Uh, the Beatles is going to be, it's going to be uh, Day Tripper or She Loves You or, um, or do you mean the Hey Jude hit makers themselves? It'd be Hey Jude. Hey, I don't know. It's, hey it's some kind of um, scarf waving. Yeah, there's no, there was no doubt. Was All right, shall we try it? Uh, okay. Yeah, I, that's my bet. Go on. Alexa, play the Beatles. Playing songs by the Beatles from Spotify. <laughs> Can you hear that? Well, there you go. Did you expect that to be? Uh, that's because it's presumably the most popular requested song on Spotify. Is that right? I don't know. Alexa, stop. Here Comes the Sun is the Beatles' most, uh, apparently the most streamed Beatles song on, on all music streaming services. I was told this by um, Rob Fitzpatrick, who used to work for Word. Uh, now it's for Spotify. Um, and that's apparently because everybody on the streaming services does seasonal playlists, and they obviously do a summer playlist. And if you do a summer playlist, everybody puts Here Comes the Sun on it and probably puts it on at the beginning of the playlist as well. So it's become the Beatles' most popular songs. Really interesting. Isn't it? All right, we're going to try it again. So uh, if I asked it to play Blondie, what do you think uh, she'd come up with? Um, hanging on the hanging on the telephone would it be? Hanging um, on the telephone. Okay. I would have thought. Yeah. My guess is I I'm going to guess Heart of Glass, but we'll have a go. Okay. Go on. Alexa, play Blondie. Playing songs by Blondie from Spotify. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I win. I got a cuddly toy and a goldfish. <laughs> that is that's hard to get a jar there. of chutney and a marrow. 
Alexa, stop. No, that's good work. That's <laughs> it's well, good that's a fairly obvious one, isn't it? It's a good game, isn't it? Um, yeah, cool. Well, Give us some more. All right, I'm going to ask her to play Led Zeppelin. What do you think she's going to choose? Dare we say... Um, oh, I don't know. A lot of love, would it be? Something like that? Well, we'll have a go, shall we? Alexa, play Led Zeppelin. Playing songs by Led Zeppelin from Spotify. Oh, yeah, yeah. Alexa, stop. It's Stairway to Heaven. Obviously. That is the, that's the, Obviously. That's a gap year classic, though, isn't it? Alexa, shut up. Alexa, Alexa, leave it. All right? Alexa, leave <laughs> it out. Leave it out. Walk Alexa, away, Alexa. You do that one more time. Yeah, I've told Alexa, you. Alexa, stop. I've told you once. <laughs> Alexa, stop for crying out loud. Oh, Alexa, stop. Oh, my Lord. We're going to try it one this... more time. We're going to try it Go one on. more time with your favourite, the Incredible String Band. What do you think she's going to choose if we ask her to play the Incredible String Band? Is she going to say, sorry, it'll be a minute while I go down the East Wing and pull out the Incredible yeah, String Band? Sorry, record. I've never heard of them. Yes. It'll be Go Ducks on. on a Pond. Will it be something like that? Keo uh, Addy there. Uh, Is it a very cellular um, song? Is it going to be? A very cellular yeah. song? It could be. Give it a whirl. Okay, we'll have a, we'll have a go. Okay. Alexa, play the Incredible String Band. Playing songs by the Incredible String Band from Spotify. Oh, what's this one? Ah, it's the Hedgehog song. Okay. Isn't it? I... <laughs> it's the hedgehog song. Cabin fever is really set. I believe it. Here we well, are. that's a good. It's a good game, though, isn't it? Here we are on a on a Wednesday morning, sitting here thinking about the hedgehog song by the Incredible String. It's a great game. It's a great game. I love it. The Word Podcast. Fix yourself a drink, and it's like being in the pub. Do you still have the milk delivered? Uh, no, well, I wish we did, though. My God, that would save a lot of problems, wouldn't it? But that sort of went out, I kind of think that went out in the 1960s, but I guess it's back. Why do you? Like, <laughs> well, we delivered? still have the milk delivered. I was on the, and the people next door also have the milk delivered. And I think we're probably the only people in the in the, in the street to have the milk delivered. And people kind of look as if, as if we're, you know, keeping alive an ancient tradition. And um, they're not laughing now, let me tell you. They're no. not laughing now. <laughs> I mean, the only thing is, I have to, I have to make sure I get up very early and go outside and you know, whip in the pinters from the step before some light finger. Yeah, that's going to be a premium soon, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> no, there'll be there'll be milk milk theft will be rife soon. Yeah, yeah. I worry yeah. about allotments too. We've got an allotment. I'm slightly worried that we're going to get there one of these days and it's just going to be empty. People have broken into the allotments and um, nicked all the parsnips. It'd be like wartime, wouldn't it? And, it is, uh, absolutely. It's all, it's all those old rationing jokes, all, uh, you know, will be returning. Oh, they? yeah. I, I, don't you feel like you're Talking about in wartime, the, you know, can I just tell you about an army. email I got? Go on. Yeah, can I just tell you about this email I got from uh, a mate of mine? It's so funny. And uh, it just arrived. And he says, uh, he's talking about, um, he says, news from outside. A mate of mine lives in a little village in Devon. 
He says, I'm on day 10 of my plague diary trying to record the trivial everyday stuff that will be forgotten as soon as this war is over. And so far under clear blue skies, just like the phony war of 1939. Last night, about nine o'clock, a brief phone call and Kath, that's his wife, sets off down our deserted lane to a prearranged drop-off. Short, furtive conversation, a car speeds away. It's fresh hake from our fishmonger, <laughs> dropped off by a mutual friend. Mum's the word, careless talk costs lives. Life goes on. It's not brilliant because that that is Dad's army for you, isn't it? You know, you're expecting you know, Jones to come it, in with some chip chipolatas and uh, and Private Walker to suddenly appear with some hand sanitizer and loo rolls. But he just <laughs> sent a follow up saying the Hake payoff. <laughs> Grill preheating, chorizo onions, chili sizzling, cannelloni beans. Uh, sorry, cannellini beans and smoked paprika are waiting their call in the wings. Time for the star of the show. Calling Mr. Hake. You're on. Drum roll. Ceremonial unwrapping of the Eucharist. Et voila. One miserable mackerel. <laughs> Fortunately, we had several loaves. So he's obviously they've got the packages switched. He says, meanwhile, in another part of town, a lonely old widow woman toasting her bunions in front of her one-bar fire was thanking the good Lord as she dabbed the Hake stains off her wrinkled chin. Truly manner from heaven. <laughs> Strange times indeed. You've got to admit is that's this, classic, don't you think? Is this, really friend, is this friend of yours a kind of professional writer? No, he's not. No, no, he's no, not. He's very, no, he's very good, I thought. Isn't that I a brilliant that, writer? It's, it's so really funny, good. I love, the, I love the bit in the first one about a, a car speeds away. The <laughs> car speeds away, I know. Beautiful, beautifully you know, conjured. I love that idea that village a, life is probably very different from London. You know, both you and I... Uh, it's, here in London, I think it's probably very different out there. I think it's a little bit more relaxed, actually. That's yeah, my impression. Yeah. I may be wrong. So, return to the subject of milk. Milk. Um, it got me thinking about milk in rock. Uh, what do you think oh, about? I mean, well, I, you know, Sting's well, dad, um, wasn't Sting's milk? Save as milk. Yeah, I think he was. Save as milk. Sting, save uh, as milk. Captain Beefheart and the Magic Band. Uh, milk and alcohol, milk and alcohol, milk and alcohol, Dr. Dr. Feel, feel good. Actually, the milkman of human milk. kindness, the milkman of human oh, kindness, yeah. milk of human kindness. A quote, yeah, and milk of human kindness was from Lady Macbeth, wasn't that right? Wasn't uh, it probably, it's yeah, certainly it's Shakespeare, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, it I'm, is. I'm sure it would be. It also got me thinking about um, a group who are not the worst band name I've ever had in my life. But a contender up there. Um, there's a group called Neutral Milk Hotel. Do you know them? <laughs> Do you I know do, them? That, you cannot believe. Wouldn't you like to have been at the meeting where that name was, was, was eventually invented? And somebody said, that's it. That's, that's the it. one we've been waiting that's for. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Ring the record company. Roll the presses. Get that sleeve organised. Get the artwork organised. That's the magic. A Neutral Milk Hotel. That's just, oh, my God. The, Go, the main way about then? the main way I know about Neutral Milk Milk Hotel is I'm a big fan of the American sitcom Parks and Recreation, oh, which is brilliant. Which has a character April Ludgate played by Aubrey Plaza, who who's a, a, a very kind of surly intern, um, who eventually has a love affair with Andy Dwyer. Yeah, and Andy Dwyer. Andy Dwyer is a kind of you know would be rock rock star. Uh, who's got a group called Mouse Rat. <laughs> That's brilliant. And, uh, but April, you know, is very disapproving of Mouse Rat and feels that he really ought to listen to more Neutral Milk Hotel. 
and the way she talks about them, they're, they're clearly the kind of would-be improving indie rock man, do you know what I mean? It's, You're supposed sound, to listen to Yeah, they sound so worthy, don't they? <laughs> they do so Worthy, rather defensive. Yeah, yeah, and if God. you don't like if you don't like us, then you're you're you know you're not quite um, you know inspired enough to kind of get on the yeah. get the vibe. Yeah. Oh, that's so I was also further uh, free associating about the subject of milk and rock. I I recently watched again the beginning of Hard Day's Night. Have you seen that recently? Oh, I remember. Well, I remember the beginning vividly. It's the four boys. The four mob tops running up the street towards the camera. Some London street. So I think it might be at a station. They, I remember. It's, it's Marylebone Station, girls. isn't it? Marylebone yeah. Station, that's right. And they're, they're tearing up the road being pursued by screaming girls, as you so rightly say. And, and the amazing thing is George Harrison falls over, falls flat on his face, and he's going at some speed, and that's onto a, you know, onto a London pavement. And even if you're 22 years old, there's no way that doesn't hurt, you know. But he gets up. <laughs> what he a pro. gets up and, and, you know, and continues running. Anyway, when they run into the station, there's loads of shots of the inside of Marylebone Station. And it's a fantastic little, uh, you know, uh, vignettes of 60s life. And one of them is a milk machine. Do you remember milk machines I got, I in can public remember places? They were little car- they were, didn't they have cartons? Was it cartons or was it bottles? They sold the milk in cartons, yeah. Yeah, little cartons. And it must have been refrigerated. And it dropped into in a little way. thing at the bottom and you opened up a little um, a little kind of little door and it came out. There was a thud uh, that filled in. Was that right? Yeah. Yes. And Norman Rossington, who plays the kind of Neil Aspinall roadie figure in the film... He uh, attempts to open a carton of milk with the inevitable results that it all goes all over him because it always did. It always did. It's impossible to do. It always did. It was a complete waste of time, complete waste of money. Uh, You know, so uh, that's... um, Talking of the beast, did you notice notice the the, um, Abbey Road uh, news story the other day? Go on. The Beatles tip. Well, uh, you know, as you know, there's 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 a webcam at Abbey Road. And so for 24 hours a day, you can watch The Crossing. And, uh, and and inevitably, any time you put it on, or put it on, or used to put it on, the, it was packed, wasn't it? There was just tourists, people with cameras around their necks, all... Queuing up, to know, go across. Queuing yeah. to get across, you know. But because of the um, current inconvenience, obviously nobody is crossing the, the Zebra Crossing at Abbey Road for the first time in what? How many years? I don't know when that tradition started. But Early I guess it 80s, probably started I think. in the 70s, or maybe the 80s, you know. That's right. When did it start? Why? What What finally got people to do that? When was when was the breakthrough well, it, with the Beatles? It, it, I, think it's, I think it started in a big way in the early 80s because I remember driving up and down Abbey Road in the 70s and you didn't, you weren't held up but, no, you know, you weren't. in the way that you're held up now. Um, and I think the thing that really has changed it in the last 10, 15 years is is smartphones, you know. So everybody in the world takes every picture that they possibly can, you know, whereas in the old days you had to have a camera and you had to have film in it and you had to have somebody who was prepared to go down the chemist and get it processed afterward. So so what they're doing, they're, they're, uh, they're titty Well, what they're doing is they're repainting it. Yeah, they, 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 they're they actually repainting for the first time. It's their, it's their opportunity to get in there quick while there's no one around. So there was of course it is. it is. It is the only listed uh, zebra crossing in Britain. They, yeah, they can't, can't move, move it. it or They can't change they it. Can't can they can't interfere with it in any way. And uh, 
There was a rumour the... that it had been moved at one stage. There was uproar, wasn't it? No, yeah, people thought it, it had been moved, but it, it was never moved. Um, and it's, you know, one of the reasons it, it just thrives is it's it's just about the only rock location that you can still visit and you can reenact, you know, that moment um, with your We've mates. We've all done because it. Nothing, because hardly anything's changed, you know what I mean? Preservation orders, wealth or whatever, hardly anything's changed. Wasn't that VW sold recently at auction? VW is sold quite a while ago. It's currently in a VW museum in, in Germany. Or the or Holland, or the, somewhere in, in mainland Europe, um, but they no, they can't move it, and uh, and it's it's just about the only one where you can react it. The only one that's nearly comparable, although it's nothing like as an iconic a photograph, is the cover of the Clash's first album, where there are stairs in uh, Camden Lock where you can, um, where that picture was taken, where you can go with your mates and and have your picture taken there. But there oh, really, yeah. there really aren't many, you know. So all what are the other most big ones? Salford Boys Club, the uh, the yeah, uh, strange ways yeah, come, was it? Yeah. yeah. But I mean, things like I don't know, Free Willy and Bob Dylan or whatever. I mean, if you go to that place nowadays, it's all been gentrified. You know, it wouldn't doesn't look the same as it looks. You know, it's a long time ago since these pictures were yeah, taken. Yeah, it would be. Whereas you know, Abbey Road still roughly on a, on a summer's day still roughly looks the way um, the way it always. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. The Word Podcast. What's wrong with being sexy? I've got, I've got a bit of correspondence, actually. We asked people to, cool. uh, to get in touch because, you know, why not? You've got nothing better to do. Um, and the address is W-I-Y-E dot London at gmail dot com. Uh, and please, you know, tell us tell us what you're thinking. I, I, we had some very nice emails, but I've got to read out this from uh, from Steve Hardacre, who's an, he describes himself as a Scouse expat English teacher living slap bang in the wood, middle of the lower Austrian woods. 
for the past 15 years uh, with uh, with his wife, who's Austrian, I think. That sounds remote. Uh, he grew up with a moody hipster folk guitarist father who collected transatlantic label records and tortured his Motown buying Motown loving mother with John Fay's Blind Joe Death. Oh, that's uh, a and, and he can actually remember the music making machinery. It was a Rotel receiver, a Goldring L seventy eight transcription deck, Wharfdale speakers, all of which he says were on higher purchase from Comet. Is it? Remember the days That's amazing. People... Thing. people did hire, they did rent in the same way as you Well, it's not the same as renting, is it? You, you are getting, aren't you? you, you yeah. You're getting it, but you're getting it on a high purchase because yeah. people couldn't afford to go in and, you know, slap down on the counter whatever it costs to to have a hi-fi, you know, which yeah. would be I don't know, probably about 50 or 60 pounds in those days and but anyway he's very very nice about it he says uh, that he says not a lot of uh, not a lot going on in, the, in austrian music he says three decades of umpar then falco drags them <laughs> kipping, kicking and screaming into the 1980s you get the picture leather shorts brasses they've, they've got mozart and strauss what more do they need which is fair fair point and uh, he just wanted to thank us for providing occasionally oh. homesick expatriates with laughter, conversation which leverages the intelligence and opinions masquerading as hard fact. That is indeed well, our that's trademark. That's, that's the our, way... our, our boilerplate from now on. Yeah. I, I've got to read another one from Ian McRae in Newcastle, who says that he, because we ask people to go back through the old podcast, because they're all there, wordpodcast.co.uk, and. Uh, and tell us which ones they they particularly enjoyed. Neil McRae said he'd been listening to the uh, the old interview with Chaz Hodges, and he oh, says, "By you, it's really good." He says he describes it as genuinely one of the great listens of my life, for which I take all the credit. Ian, don't worry, don't worry about that. It's very nice to hear. It's very nice to hear from everybody who's uh, who's got well, anything what a, to say about Chaz it. Hodges. What a life, my God! Was he on Hamburg and stuff in the early days? I think he was. Well, yeah, he was a member of Cliff Bennett and the Rebel Rousers That's right. and so forth. He was, he was a lovely bloke. Do you remember he turned up at the office with his wife? He didn't did. he? His yeah. wife, he, he, they'd been married since about 1967, I think. So That's right. Like that. Which is not your standard rock uh, rock star way of going on. So, you know, get in touch with him if there's anything you, you want to say, you know. And, and don't forget, you know, if you, if you listen to this podcast via iTunes or any of those places where you can leave comments and, you know favourable comments and ticks and all that sort of stuff. Please do that and please please spread it around. And if you haven't already seen it, we've uh, we we branched into audio visuals, haven't we, Mark? We've done a video cast, yeah, called is it a word word word? I don't think answer? we call it a video cast, it just sits on YouTube. It's it's called it's, a, no, it's not a video cast. It's a it's a, it's it's a, word, it's a word in your podcast. Attic. Word, word in your attic. attic. It's and me it's and Mark in our attics. Digging around, finding all sorts of odds and ends that, um, you know, digging out old music papers and um, I've been yeah. tidy. I found some old copies of Word, actually, uh, which I was looking at. And um, shall I read you a couple of very short things? Go on. I thought they were really funny. This is one, this is the first, uh, about the seventh issue of Word, I think. This was a little piece that Andrew Harrison uh, wrote. He's such a funny writer. And his whole, it's just a little panel that says Tolkien character. Or footballer. <laughs> and uh, this was, whatever it was, when was it, 2002 or something. So, Wiltord, who was a striker for Arsenal, 
uh, Aldor, who is a soldier of Edelweiss. <laughs> it's great, isn't it? It's great. Haldir. Well, he was a woodland elf. Whereas uh, Lindenroth was a midfielder for Everton. Gim- Gimli was a dwarf, played by uh, John Reese davis in the, in the film. And uh, Friedel was the goalkeeper of Blackburn Rovers. I mean, that's really funny, isn't it? It's just one of those, one of those little moments kind of frozen. That's very good. That's very good. Because it is now the kind of thing that would be a thread on Twitter, wouldn't it? It just seemed yeah, it would. just go out there. Yeah, know, exactly, exactly that. There's it wouldn't be on paper. Here, if I can find it, it's very funny in the third issue, where um, I don't know if you can remember this. We were up, we were up very late trying to finish this issue. Was this the one? Yeah, hang on a moment. Where? Um, oh, here we are. And a reader had written in. And we just had a, we had a little space to fill. I'm sure you can remember this. And this guy had written in, uh, and a guy called Ronald Haxton. He'd come up with an idea of a TV series called Tom Waits. In which the <laughs> oh, gravelly yes. voiced In which the gravelly-voiced bohemian songsmith was involved in a series of Godot-like situations. Yeah. It varied <laughs> from week to week. First programme was set at a bus stop. Subsequent shows uh, involved him in a dentist waiting room or at home waiting for a plumber. All the while, he could be mumbling gruffly and banging a jawbone against the radiator. It's really, really funny. So he invented a load of other ones. There was, there was a television programme called Wesley Snipes, in which the moving picture legend bitches at, ditties and otherwise belittles a number of topical guests. <laughs> Britney Spears, in which the team superstar runs amok in a mole with a javelin. It's great. This is my, my favourite. Stevie Nicks. Each week... <laughs> Each week, the stack-heeled hippie warbler is challenged to evade radio drivers' finest retail security systems. <laughs> Ian Banks, the Scottish novelist, goes in search of the highest rate of interest in more flexible overdraft terms. <laughs> Two more. Nobby Styles. There are loads of them. Nobby Styles, fashion and grooming advice from a legendary Manchester United and England defender. And the last one was Kenny Rogers. Adult country and western series on Channel Five. <laughs> You've got to admit that's funny, isn't it? I can still remember us writing that still about four or five of us, about three o'clock in the morning. Go, oh Jesus, we've got to still fill this fucking hole. Was that? Was that? that yeah, I remember. I remember one all nighter in the early that days. Was it. Of, that was that was the all nighter. Oh, okay. Oh, right, that was the all-nighter. Well, I think Andrew, actually, it must have been about five o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Because uh, we'd done a lot of stuff and we were waiting for it to come back from the colour people downstairs or something like that. So we're kind That's of right. waiting, people just passing time. And Andrew had been sitting there kind of looking at his screen or whatever. And about after about two hours, he suddenly just turned it off, sat back, folded his arms and said, right, finish the internet. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. I always thought it was a the whole funny thing. life. He just read the whole thing, finished the whole internet. The Word Podcast. Clearly, there is no plan. Do you know That's what I'm doing? Well, I, we, we were all slipping into different new roles in this in, in this current situation. Um, I am uh, now around about six o'clock, six o'clock every evening. I have to adopt a new role, which is FaceTime Grandpa. Oh, brilliant. Because um, my granddaughters, um, they don't live far away at all, uh, but obviously we're not seeing each other at the moment. And so there's a, there's a regular FaceTime call round about bath time. 
and my wife you know tells uh, the improving nursery rhymes and so forth and i provide accompaniment on the ukulele via facetime and uh, i have a repertoire consisting of what my repertoire stretches all the way from old macdonald had a farm to that's it uh, that's it. <laughs> uh, so you know, but they're 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 quite taken with that uh, at the moment. You know, they're two year olds, so they're not not the world's most sophisticated consumers. It's a classic music. tune, great tune. Uh, so you know, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to add to it because I'm gonna bore myself if I keep you on. Want, no, you, do, you, you want no, you want you want Jollity Farm by the Bonzo Dog Doodah Band. Fantastic Jollity Farm. We used to just play that to our kids when they were little and, and get them to sing along because it has lots of little fam, uh, you know, animal impersonation. Yeah, you got to have you got to have animal. All noises, little pigs and you? all the ducks and all the cows and all that and the noise they make and the rabbit. It's great. When I'm six, so, uh, we thought of that. Probably yellow submarine. Uh, oh, that's a thought. Yellow submarine's when great. I'm... When I'm sixty-four, oh, I... it's just a lovely little tune, and they can all understand the lyrics about people knitting sweaters by the fireside. Well, that's great something. And I should bear tunes, that in mind. Just give them old improving folk tunes. This train and, uh, you know, Oh Mary, Don't You Weep and things like that. Oh, God, that sounds a bit heavy. It might be. <laughs> maybe, it probably might be, actually, for two-year-olds, that's true. So have you have you been enjoying the wide range of musicians who, who are kind of uh, posting clips of them? Tunes. Well, absolutely everybody is. Everybody in the entertainment business is, is, is leaping into the fray, quite rightly. Partly out of sheer boredom, uh, partly to entertain people, and partly because it's a really good promotional opportunity. There's a great thing going on at the moment with Richard E. Grant, isn't there? Richard E. Grant poster, him doing a line from Withnail every day. Every day. Car window, which is great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What yeah. have I seen? I saw the Bono song, which, uh, that was a while back now, wasn't it? Where all he could do was just marvel at the incredible view out of his window. Uh, That's what we're mainly Bay. doing now. We're looking it's over basically, people's yeah, shoulders. Basically, just people showing off. The, just people so showing st- off stop singing. Stop like. singing. We just want to look at your ornaments. You know, we'll see oh, no, your curtains exactly. alike. Yeah, we just, we want to just run that camera along your, your bookshelf and, uh, and you, somebody noticed we were doing that video cast the other day. Somebody noticed I had three copies of your 1971 book. <laughs> they say, well, that's, that's, that's friendship taken way beyond the pale. There's no, good, those defense, are in the I days where... Proof, proof copy, the hardback copy, and, 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 and the paperback. So, you know, why not? We could have been hyping the book, book chart, you know, going in there and buying three copies to get it, get it up the chart. But That's we a, weren't. No, it was, it was no, completely innocent. What have we seen? I've seen uh, obviously I've seen the Chris Martin one, and uh, we've uh, seen Paul Simon. Paul Simon. Well, Paul Simon's fantastic. See, Paul Simon. Paul Simon is uh, has a kind of poignancy that that just works for moments like this. And I think a lot of that's to do with the fact that he's not um, he's not ironic. Paul Simon. There's no. no kind of great mystery to what he does. It's very direct. They're very emotionally direct songs, and him doing um, uh, what's it? What's it? American tune? What's the song? American, American tune? American, American tune. tune, isn't it? Many is the time really I've been good. felt forsaken. Yeah, which is perfect for these times. In fact, when at nine eleven, they had a memorial of nine eleven. He turned up with his acoustic guitar and played uh, "Sound of Silence." And it just works, you know. And you realise everybody yeah. likes Paul Simon. I mean, everybody, there's no reason why you can't like Paul Simon. Yeah, he, no, yeah. He, he's very, he always steps in at the right time. 
Fantastic. And there's been all sorts of stuff like there's uh, Jimmy Fallon and the Roots doing stuck oh, in the middle brilliant. with you. Yeah, if anybody's not seen very that, good. just Google that. And, and all those, I mean, all this, the Rotterdam Philharmonic Orchestra. Uh, Doing Ode to Joy. Yes. Ode to Joy is absolutely incredible. Because uh, what what you realise also is the technology has gone so be- so much better. You couldn't have done these things two years ago because they just wouldn't have been in sync at all. No, uh, whereas it's improved massively. This podcast was brought to you by The Word. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app. You can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.